Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. It's called Bubble TMI, hosted by AIM. Uh, thank you for stopping by to listen because I honestly didn't think anyone would click on this. My aim with this podcast is to basically educate people and just tell my story because I have a lot to talk about and no one who will actually listen to them in real life. Unfortunately, this is a one-woman show for now, but if you guys would like to see me interview any guests or like to hear about any issues, please just drop me a message on Instagram at BubbleTMI or my personal Instagram at AntiAimClub. So, uh, just a disclaimer, I do have a lisp, a slight lisp, and I also have a stutter, so please just ignore that and just enjoy the episode. So, my first episode is going to be about Pick Me Girls from yours sincerely, a former Pick Me Girl. So, what's a Pick Me? According to our most reliable source of information, the trusty Urban Dictionary, a pick-me is a girl who begs for the attention, acceptance, and approval of other men. In most cases, it's to attain the approval of a crush. And they always do this by putting other women down in the process. To me, this is a product of internalized misogyny, like, you know, the hatred or dislike or distrust of other women. And this can stem from many, many personal experiences, such as a traumatic experience with women, low self-esteem, or overall just being a big A pick-me girl is basically the girl version of an r slash nice guy for those avid reddit readers. So what's an r slash nice guy? It's uh, basically guys who think you owe them sex because they're quote-unquote not like the other men who will abuse and leave you, and then proceed to do the bare minimum of holding the door open for you. But today we're going to be focusing on their female counterparts. So here are some examples of pick-me-girl moments that you might have witnessed in your life but didn't really notice. When you're just talking with a group of guys and she starts pointing out your flaws like, I mean so-called flaws, like, oh my god, you have so many stretch marks, oh my god, you have a huge zit, what are those scars on your arms? So I'm just going to comment on this a little bit. When a girl does that to you, do not think they're trying to help you. They're not trying to help you. They're trying to embarrass you to make themselves seem funnier than you or prettier than you. Because in their minds, men like it when you degrade other women, which is not true at all. Another example is when they make misogynistic jokes just to appeal to men. Like You can literally see her looking in the direction to get a reaction. And the sad thing is most of the times they, she does get a reaction, which literally perpetuates these actions even more. They'll say things like, we claim her, she's one of us now, which is not really something to be proud of when they support these sexist ideals. Last but not least, the epitome of pick blaming other women when the man cheats with them, but also enjoy being the other woman. The thing is, they will not hold men accountable for cheating because they believe it's natural male behavior to never be satisfied. It's not. They settle for these men and are afraid to lose them because even they have problems loving themselves and they think that a man will make them better people in general. And being the other women in another case will make them feel superior to the original woman. It's this kind of mentality of, he picked me, it's proof I'm the better girl. It's child behavior, but, you know, it really makes you think, where does this come from? Let's talk about gender norms for a while. Women are expected to serve men while there are barely any expectations for men, if you really think about it. Other than for them to make money, of course. 
So um, I'll be talking a bit about the hashtag tweet like a pick me, which was a trend that was trending on Twitter a few years back. So here are some gold ones I personally picked because they have the perfect combination of what a pick me girl is. Okay, the first one. My man is a good man. Speak for yourself when you say men are trash. If you don't sleep on the floor when your man brings his side hose over to sleep in your bed, do you really love him? And my personal favorite, I only have guy friends because girls are too much drama. So we have a perfect combination of pick-me-girl traits with these three tweets. One, invalidating women. Two, not holding men accountable for bad behavior just because they're men. Three, insulting other women to look better. So you may be asking, how does gender play a role in this? So being feminine is seen as desirable in their minds. And femininity is not wrong. Like, for me, femininity is something I like to embrace in myself as well. But these girls interpret being feminine with being submissive. And this stems from thousands and thousands of years of sexist gender norms, such as the housewife and the working man archetypes. Even today, pygmies think that men need to be treated like children who are not capable of being held accountable for their actions or words. And they think and they think that men being violent, cheaters, or misogynistic is normal and just chalks it up to classic male behavior. For example, oh, Jimmy sat with this other girlfriend today while I'm taking care of the kids. Classic men, haha. Hmm. Not only that, but they actively try to set back feminism a hundred of years. In the attempt to get male approval, <clears throat> Caitlin Bennett. <clears throat> In my opinion, being a pick-me is more complicated than just low self-esteem. It's predisposed, I would say. Um, so we are all predisposed with these sexist gender norms, and that's sadly probably not going to change anytime soon. But pick-me trait is only activated from, you guessed it, the def- deprivation of male attention throughout childhood which explains the constant need to be proving themselves. So next I'll be talking about the male gaze. So the, what is the male gaze? Basically, it's a fancy word for male attention. These pygmies put the male gaze so high up on the pedestal like it's kind of made of gold or something. I mean, why do you think this is? We will go to blame the media. Like how everyone does. But if you listen to my analysis correctly, you will understand how media is to blame for this. So the media, like movies, shows, even music videos, they show these beautiful happy girls whose lives change because of a man. For example, um, Netflix's uh, Sarah, Sarah Burgess is a loser, where she has to compete with this kind of other girl, and this other girl is pretty and popular, well, Sierra Burgess is kind of quiet, and um, they meet this super hot guy, and they're kind of fighting over this guy. I mean, the movie doesn't really portray them fighting over this guy, but there's this internal battle in Sierra's mind. And I would really recommend you watch this movie. Not that it's fun or anything, but it is literally the demonstration of how pygmies are created. Um, another movie is um, the classic Mean Girls, which is one of my favorite movies, sadly. Um, it is where Katie and Regina were fighting for Aaron's attention while degrading the other. 
And you see, at the end of these movies, the man always chooses the more submissive quiet girl instead of the one who is strong and ambitious. And sometimes I get it, sometimes the strong and ambitious girl can be a bit of a b But still, I totally pick the hot strong one over the quiet one any day. I mean, at the end of the at the end of the day, they're both worthy of love, but the media always puts being quiet and shy on a pedestal and strong and ambitious girls are always portrayed as the villains. For example, Gabriella and Sharpay from High School Musical. You get what I'm saying. So anyways, girls from a young age, they see these protagonists and they want to be the protagonists. They don't want to be the villains. They don't want to be ambitious. They don't want to be strong. They just want male attention. And I would say this only manifests in some girls, for example, me and, you know, a lot of other girls in today's society. But still, <laughs> it's often that they think that other girls always want to compete with them uh, to see who can be the happiest. Therefore, they're trying to beat other women. And there's this common narrative in these shows of the scornful ex or the pretty popular girl and they're conditioned to hate the archetype because they're always villains in that movie and they're stuck with this mentality that other women especially the ones who are pretty strong and ambitious that they are the enemies and it stems from again low self-esteem and jealousy so i mean maybe i'm just reaching but honestly that's my theory so why am I doing a whole episode about this? I may be a bit dramatic, but pygmies are really, really harmful to our society to a certain extent. For example, they subvert gender norms by promoting the housewife archetype. They spread the message that men make you complete. They degrade another woman. And they often excuse bad behavior for men by blaming women, which is so harmful. Um, You can see... This can be applied in real life as well, for example, court cases where these biases are obviously being held. And overall, they perpetuate these misogynistic ideals uh, in which women empowerment groups are trying so hard to eradicate. So I'm going to tell you guys a bit of a short story about me and how I was a pick-me-girl. Yes, I was a pick-me-girl and this is very embarrassing to talk about, but I feel like it's an important message for me to spread even though it might be a bit humiliating. So growing up, I had absolutely zero self-confidence and low self-esteem. I didn't really fit into the Thai beauty standards because I had darker skin. And obviously, um, Asian culture, white skin is pretty, blah, 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 blah. That toxic kind of mentality that stuck with me throughout my entire childhood, which contributed a lot to my low self-confidence. And... For some reason, not one guy at school had a crush on me throughout middle school until high school when I moved to Singapore. So during the time that I was in Thailand, uh, instead of being chased by men, I started chasing boys and becoming very, very boy crazy. So basically, I would kind of interpret a man being nice to me as some kind of charity work. Naturally, I had a handful of pick-me moments. So here are some experiences that are very cringy to me looking back, but are very important to tell. For example, classic pick-me behavior, I would constantly degrade myself in front of men. I would say stuff like, 
Yes, haha, I'm a dishwasher and I should be in the kitchen. Women are so emotional and hard to deal with. Or, I prefer being friends with boys because girls are too much drama. Yep, I actually said that while having at least two guy friends in the entire school. And, oh, this is really hard to admit, but I would also never call out their trash behavior. So in the sixth grade, a boy poured super glue all over my hands and I just talked it up to boys will be boys and just laughed. But I was in a horrible pain. I was in a horrible, horrible, horrible pain. I was on the edge of tears. The super glue was really hot. For some reason, it was really strong and it burnt. And my hands were rough for weeks and it took a month to fully heal and I didn't even tell anyone. Yet at that moment... I said nothing because I wanted his approval so badly. And the funny thing is, I was such a pick-me that I excused it even though I didn't even have a crush on this guy. I just excused it because he was a man. And any male approval was enough for, to, for me, you know, to get me excited and all. That is not normal behavior and it's sad that there are girls who actually still do this nowadays. I mean, to be fair, at the time, I was 12 years old, but, you know, there are some people who are older than me, like 15 to 18-year-olds year who still continue to do this. Um, another example is um, there was this guy I had a crush on. He touched my butt in class once. I felt very violated, but disturbingly, my thoughts were... Oh my god, he touched me. And I was really happy about that. But then, after developing as a person and realizing what this means, I kind of know now how messed up that was. And the thing is, men can sense this vulnerability. They know that you're weak for them. And they think it's okay to take advantage of you. And they use that as an excuse to do terrible, terrible things to women. And they prey on this weakness but at the end of the day, it's your job to keep yourself safe. And you have to remind yourself of that every single day. So what changed? So I gained a lot of confidence by moving to Singapore. I became more confident in myself and I became happier. Um, I'm not sure if this is due to my newfound confidence or the difference in beauty standards. But I started pulling people when I came here. I was attracting people and, you know... But the pick-me behavior did not stop. Sadly, I started dating men who were honestly terrible, terrible people. But it's that sense of I'm finally being picked that made me so happy to be in a relationship that was even toxic. I would literally excuse any behavior by them, such as misogynistic jokes, racism, cheating, all that. But at the end, it's about realizing your worth and thanks to, I wouldn't like to admit it, but TikTok and just female empowerment movements in general, I understood the situation that was excusing bad behavior just because they're men. And surprisingly, my life improved so much and I was so happy with myself. My confidence went up that I had these toxic people out of my life. And um, eventually, I felt like I was the person picking the men rather than vice versa, which gives me a sense of power and control that I didn't have before. However, 
I may have developed as a person, but I still know a lot of pick me girls in my personal life. Here are some examples I would give, but for privacy reasons, I will be using fake names or else they're gonna come into my podcast and like cancel me and call the police on me or something, which they actually threatened to do. So let's talk about Kylie for a moment. Kylie. Kylie was my senior. And I did not know Kylie that well. Actually, I didn't know Kylie at all. But I was posting about... I was being harassed by a man uh, in, in um, late, the late 2020. And I posted about it on social media to call it his behavior. And Kylie saw that post. And she messaged me and went absolutely nuts on me. Uh, I'll read out the message that she sent me, just a part of it. No offense, I don't know you, but this is kind of attention-seeking in itself, and I'm getting secondhand embarrassment from watching you do this. Girl, you're in the wrong. Stop grouping all men together. You're really hypocritical. And then she just threatened to do some stuff to me, which I will not even mention because, you know, I would rather not go through that. <laughs> So I would like to say this is classic pick-me behavior by calling another woman psycho for calling out a man's obviously inappropriate behavior while showing proof for doing it. The not all men mentality is also very harmful because obviously everyone knows not, all, not every single man on earth is evil, but it's an enough amount for us to be afraid. When I Personally, when I say I don't like men, I do not wish any harm upon them, but I just wish that they would leave me alone and stay away. Or just stop doing inappropriate things in general. Which is different from when men usually say they hate women. Which means they want to inflict harm on women. But that's for another day. Anyways, um, I'm going off on a tangent a bit. But by not holding men accountable for literally harassing women. That is pick me behavior. And especially blaming other women. Putting down their real experiences in order to seem better and more of an ally to men. That is also classic, classic, classic pick me. And just reading this message, it kind of riles me up a bit. But, you know, that's life and that's just how some people are. Um, next, we'll talk about Tanya. Tanya and I, we were best friends. Okay, I wouldn't say best friends. We were just really, really good friends. And um, whenever Tanya and I were hanging out with a group of guys, she would literally insult me and our other friend. Um, she would bring up embarrassing past situations or like commenting on how how much I snort when I sleep or how much my friend uh, doesn't put on deodorant or something. Or she would just comment on our appearances in general. And obviously we were very embarrassed because, you know, who wants to be degraded in front of men that we liked? Like no one, right? And on that note, if you guys have any friends that do this and they pass it off as they're trying to help you, they're not drop them immediately or just talk to them and say that this is not helpful this is being mean and if you catch yourself doing this to your friends when a bunch of guys are around you're <laughs> you know looking back at these experiences i'll admit i was angry at these girls and i thought that they weren't as quote-unquote woke as me and i'll admit i'll fend i felt a sense of superiority but then as i grew up i realized that this reflects the mindset of many, many girls nowadays that are basically the product of the patriarchy. 
So the advice I have for you at the end of this episode, I hope that you kind of understand what a pick me is and how pick me's are created. And you know, to avoid being a pick me or to stop being one, you kind of have to start loving yourself before you love others. There's honestly nothing wrong with wanting men attention, but there's other ways to go about it rather than to put other women down. You know, I would suggest you work on yourself first if you see yourselves or catch yourselves doing any of the things I mentioned above that are classified as pick-me-girl behavior. You know, it's not it's not that hard. Like, you can start putting in more effort to look nicer every day or be kind to your friends because guys, they don't good good guys that you really want to be with they don't they don't want a girl who will degrade their friends in front of them they want a girl who will support other girls and if there's a guy who who is only interested in you because you put down other girls then they're not worth dating and you shouldn't be anywhere near them because that's misogynistic and you will really regret it in the long term you know what, the entire moral of this podcast is to just be yourself and don't put others down while you're at it. So that concludes episode one of my podcast from a former Pick Me Girl. Thank you so much for listening to the end. I know this was long, but I'll be posting episode two around next week maybe. And I hope you guys stay in tune to listen to that. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.